Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, girl. Okay, unfortunately, Hmm. I have a song stuck in my head. Which one? I'm, it's just like Taylor Swift's Willow. I listened to it once. It's the first song I think on Evermore. Mm-hmm. And now, how does she do this earworm thing where you listen to her song once and then you never get it out of your head for the rest of your life? I don't know how she. Do- I don't know how she does it. It's starring, actually witchcraft, starring Sarah Jessica Parker and Taylor Swift, starring SJP as Taylor Swift. As Taylor Swift, she should play Taylor Swift. She actually should. I think she's very whimsical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't... Taylor has... She's... I swear she's made a deal with the devil. She has, and she's doing some... There's some... I think there's some sort of scientific thing behind her songwriting, because she is the only artist whose song I listen to 
and it will be a one time listen, and then the song will just earworm, yeah. and I can't get it out of my head. So you think and she I don't has, know if it's her or me, but I think that it's her. You think she has like a kind of like a government focus group going on? Yeah, I think that there's some sort of like it probably has to do with math, which mm-hmm. we all know that we're not good at, but it probably is some sort of equation mm-hmm. that aligns with musical notes. Right. That then aligns with your brain and like certain parts of your brain to then game you into being obsessed with her music. Yeah. No, she has, it's uncanny. Someone was telling me recently about, I guess there's a documentary on one of the streaming services mm-hmm. um, about some British band. Was it British or a Russian ba- or something that basically made a deal with the government to like write a song that was like anti-communist or something. And it like, (laughs) it was just, I forget which it's some famous song that we all know, but it's like, it was actually written in conjunction with the government. Like, yeah. To like, uh, sort of spread pro national, like anti, like pro capitalist, anti-communist sentiments during like the cold war. I think I think I heard that. I'll bet there are a lot of artists that like are both industry plants and they have deals with the government to do like subliminal messages in their song. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. I swear to God, there's because I and I like some of her music. Like I think it's good and I listen to it, but the way that it the way that it implants itself in my mm-hmm brain is like there's something up with that so i just hope that someone looks into it 2021 i'm trying to look up what the (laughs) the real pandemic taylor infecting us with her music i was just trying to look up what band that i forget i maybe i'm i heard it wrong but i I swear it was some band they were like a one-hit wonder or something and they made it basically made a deal with the government love that for them yeah they made money off of that more than money they made influence Ooh, you can't put a price on that. We all know it. Um, I'm Lara, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens. And we're back. We're back in Salt Lake City. I'm, uh, how are you? Let's do a little like wellness check, check in, mid season check in. How are you doing with this season? I'm up and down. Like sometimes I have moments that feel like true elation. Mm -hmm. And then like this week's episode I thought was pretty boring. Boring, boring, boring. A wash. Yeah. And Mary, like, I think the show honestly revolves around her. If she wasn't on, I would probably have fallen off by now. Yeah. My mom actually, because, just right before we recorded, my mom called me to do a little recap of... Uh, she did a check-in. I love. On, what's on her Lake's, truth? What's she, Dorothy's truth? She doesn't like it. She thinks Whitney's really dark, and she thinks... she She's like, I just can't... 
She's like, I just don't understand Mary. And then she said, and that Brooks, she goes, I don't like that kid. <sighs> Brooks truly like makes me shudder deep inside. And mm-hmm. I always put myself in the situation of like, what if this were my child? Yeah, well, and last you night I just, I had a vision of me like as a mom locking myself in my room so yeah. that he couldn't get to me. Like he's he scary. would have to be, he's mean and he's annoying mean to Meredith. He's mean to Meredith, and also it's like show up on time to yeah. your fashion show. It's not your mom's you sh- fault, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> were you like sewed? Also, I think that Brooks is channeling. I think that he's possessed. Actually, uh, there was a. Moment I think he's absolutely he- possessed. He summoned chaos and the devil himself when they were like getting ready. Like he's like Carrie level. Like he create like i think that there's something energetically i'm not even joking like i think that there he has that like chaotic energy right and he summoned like a flood from the toilet he summoned Mm. the alarms to go off and for the dog to just like shit all over the floor i was i was also i actually was thinking that's so funny because i was like there is some sort of like spectral slash poltergeist activity those are all signs of poltergeist yeah I think Brooks has an attachment to him or something like a spirit, a daemon or a daemon. some sort of unprocessed energy has attached yeah. itself to him. And he's like morbidly calm at all times. He has no, his affectation is so flat. He also, there was this one moment when you saw him from the side and he had his gold under eye, uh, mask mm-hmm. on and his cream on his face and i saw vincent d'onofrio in the cell yeah he's very cell he's very the cell and also meredith's home looks like a mausoleum i kind of like it except i'm haunted by the bear the bear every yeah. time i see it there's some sort of like like i like i like that dark energy and i think let's moving forward like let's shift focus into the mystery of the bear painting and right. what that's bringing to the house right and the mystery of brooks's demonic possession and what that is bringing to the world so you're we're doing a switch because in the beginning i was into meredith's home and you were not and now it yeah seems the tides have changed I, now i'm I, into it i find it there's a shadow over the house yeah and i'm I, being called to it i just have the feeling the house is like always cold and like you can never get warm in there it mm-hmm. has a cold like it's probably smells really nice and like well maybe not after that day when the shit water was everywhere but and the dog's shitting on the floor i love yeah. when the dogs when they the camera zooms in on just like the turds in a line and you just hear books go what is that i like, love when he goes like, it's shit it's dog shit it's, p- it's dog shit it's poop brooks it's shit from the dog yeah grow up the dog shit on the floor because they're stressed because you're they dogs are barometers for anxiety and they're feeling very unsafe because they're feeling like a sort of molecular dread from your voice exactly that dog was feeling crazy unsafe yeah that wasn't even a pile of poop it was like a running it was was a running line of a dog just being like "Ah!" and like just 
pooping Colonic. one after another in a line and then barking for freedom, yeah. barking to the gods, staring out the window, <laughs> saying, take me, take me. It was like, get food. me away from here. It yeah. was like food god shit. It was some food god shit. Mm-hmm. Bonus heads will know. Bonus heads will bonus know. Drop it. Bonus heads will know that reference. Join bonus episode dropping tomorrow. Join on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. It was a it was a scared shit. I know my shit, and that shit said no. I'm dogs, sca- I'm terrified. Dogs are like a they they feel they feel energy so much more than we do, and they like that dog was terrified, and Meredith mm-hmm. was terrified. And he Meredith talks- kept her distance from him she too. Did. Like I like that being would firm be with mean. him, being like mm-hmm. it's not my job. You need to be professional. I like yeah. that she said that. You need to be professional, Brooks. It's not your mother's job to call the woman. You I need to that. call and tell them you're late yourself. Yeah, I was like, good. I love she Boundaries. shouts down from the top of the house. Yeah. I would stay at least a yeah. floor away from my son if, yeah. he, if it was Brooks. Can you imagine them quarantining together? He that is a would be a really good horror movie. Actually, is like a fabulous mother and her gay demonic son trapped mm. in a huge mansion with possession thrown mm-hmm. into the mix during yeah, a pandemic. Let's write it. And it's like, is there is there a, a ghost? Is there what is this energy? They can't escape each other. Is, is, is there it a really pandemic? just like pandemic? Is there a pandemic? Is there a pandemic? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Another bonus episode reference for all our mm-hmm. our QAnon watch continues. Oh my god, I want to know how many of the listeners are cuties. Identify yourself. Slide into my DMs and just say I'm a cutie. If you follow QAnon, I just want to know. We're not going to no shade. You. No, that's your journey and your choice to. Subscribe I don't subscribe. <laughs> I don't support it, but. But I love to know it. But I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, that is a really that's very like burnt offerings, like nineteen seventies horror, just like this glam matriarch and her kind of ghoulish son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's had work done. Yeah, I think so. He's been. Plucked. He also had a platinum blonde moment, which meant he went through something, and all was not right. He did. Yeah, I loved his, like... I mean, he's, he's like, a very... Like, he's a... He has, like, beautiful features. He's a very attractive they're, guy. They're a very Just beautiful like, family. It's, mm-hmm. it's, he has good genes. He's, a, he's handsome, like, but he's... And just that... The way, like, that only... Uh, truly only, like, a spoiled white kid would talk to their parent... Is like you just felt it with Brooks, like mm-hmm. just that being like, "Mom, no, can we stop?" Mo-? Like you've heard, like I, the those just hearing like those times where you just hear your friends and you're and you're just like, "Oh, that's how they talk to their, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how they talk to their parents." You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we've all been brats, but like we've all been brats. We've all been yes. fucking horrible to our parents, but like. When you're about, when you're 21 years old, like that, ha- that should not happen anymore. Especially if a camera's rolling. Yeah, that's and the time that I'm like nice and the would be the funniest to my parents because yeah. I want to endear the public to me and get them on yeah. Team Lars. Brooks had the chance to get 
a weary nation behind him. Like he yeah. had the chance to be the one and he, he had all, he had everything going for him and he's so far, maybe he'll turn, turn a page and maybe he'll turn a corner. But right now I'm, I'm lost. I feel like Tyra, we were all rooting for you. Truly. We were. Never in my life have I yelled at a girl like this. <laughs> That's what I would say to Brooks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say, when my mother yelled at me like this, it's because life, she loved me. Have I yelled at a girl like this? Never in my life. Brooks? She would say that to him. She would say, girl. Mm-hmm. Sis, she would say. <sighs> Sis, I was rooting for you. <laughs> she would go, she would go, Meredith would go, hey, mama, no. <laughs> You are not slaying right now. You are not slaying right now, Brooks. You are not slaying. Thou doth not slay. That is not a slay, as they would say. Wait, what else did your mom say? It was very. It was brief because I had to. I had to. Sh- I, I wanted to get fresh before I recorded, so I was like, I gotta mm-hmm. go and get ready. Um, she just said that she she's really trying, but she it's she doesn't she hasn't found her footing yet. I, f- I feel her because last yeah. night I was watching this episode and taking notes and the end, like it felt like it dragged out forever. I was like, will this episode ever end and release me so I can go to sleep? And then finally it, it did. But I was like, that's not a good sign. She, my mom said she loves Heather. I love Heather. I want to see Heather find love. I want to see, I mean, Jen, after our kind of discussion about her last week and then like talking about her on the bonus episodes, I'm now extremely darked out by her. Me too. And, but I, I'm like, let's lean into that. Like, there's something about, and I don't know if it's like a tonal change in the way that Bravo edits their episodes or mm-hmm. what their MO is now. Yeah. But it feels like they're not exploiting these <laughs> these innocent people the way that I need them to in order to make it entertaining and worth my while. Well, I wonder if now that, especially when you have a completely new franchise like this, mm-hmm. they've had basically 15 years to see how it's done. And I wonder if they're not as... Um, like in the beginning when even in like the old days of OC in New York, like they probably weren't didn't have enough experience to be like, Hey, can you edit me in this way? You know what I mean? Or like be more like plugged in with the editing. And I think because everyone is so image conscious now, and especially because they've had so much basically they, I mean, I feel like some of these women have been like rehearsing for this for years and now they have it and they're not, they know they're not going to make themselves look like totally shitty. I know, but the best I know, is I when know, it someone, it doesn't take them, they don't need to do really anything. Like they could do all that they want, but it's like, yeah. I feel like it's up to the camera crew to catch those like weird B-roll moments and yeah. then up to the editors to like zoom in on something or like edit it. Like I don't care if they make themselves look stupid or not. Like I want you to do it. <laughs> That's me as like yeah. a boss to I the s- Bravo team. I'm like, you need to like 
really focus in and just like make me and I feel like they're kind of pussyfooting around it because I don't know. I'm I You're like Camille. I would love anyone you need to, to make weigh them in. Look stupid. No, I am. I'm like your job is to exploit the fuck out of these women for my entertainment purposes. I and agree. if you're not doing that and you're presenting them like oh my god, goals like la 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 everything is nice Shaw and we squad, get along. Yeah. Shaw squad, hee no, hee hoo hoo. Like, I don't at, want that. Agreed. They need to be at each other's throats, and then there needs to be one or two episodes where they go on like a trip or some kind of thing, and they all get along, and it's really nice. Yeah. And I don't know if it maybe is because they're filming like right before COVID hit. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but something's not clicking. And I'm like, you have the pieces. Like, I see where you could go in. Like, I know. You can get, you can get really into Whitney and Justin's relationship because he's kind of a creep. Yeah, and like is. their relationship is kind of weird, I think. Uh, and you yeah. could get deeply in like Heather kind of stands out as the voice of reason or the woman that you like, you're like, Oh, I'm sad for her, but I root for her. And yeah. like, you have her as like your favorite. You have Jen who's trying so hard. So you need to like blow that shit up. You have Mary who literally is like employing her great aunt as her housekeeper. Like mm-hmm. let's like get it. Like, I feel like we're not focusing in on the fact that Mary is truly from another realm. Like she is gold. You have Lisa Literally? and her husband, they're pretty good TV. Like, I i think you could really actually, do something with that dynamic. Lisa's growing on me. I kind of like Lisa. And I the way she talks is so insane. I think and she's, she's like... she's Her parenting is very questionable, but I like that she's sort of unapologetic about how she is. And... Mm-hmm. And I like it. I think she's fun. And I, I, I would watch a whole show about her just hopping from Sundance events to the next event. You know what I mean? I like when she's telling people to, like, remove a table from the yeah. womb chair. Like, I'm into that. And, like, I like her, like, bossing her husband around. Like, yeah, was hot. the bones, there are bones there, but I feel like they're not being utilized in the no. right way. Good bones. You're right. It's like a house. Good bones to the house. But the execution was just all wrong. And it's I, very poor execution. Like, it is. What the? And I think that that falls. I think that that. I think that that falls on Bravo. You're a clown. You're um, a clown. I. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think. Um, like I, yeah, you're right. I loved seeing Lisa like order people around. I loved when she was on that call with Meredith, and she was just like. <laughs> talking to people while the whole yeah kind of like and then meredith, just like, hung like meredith i gotta go like i got i got yeah. and meredith looked kind of pissed i like that mm-hmm. um wait by the way can we talk really fast speaking of your clown um, uh we need to speak <laughs> so, to this bombshell article in the new york times yeah. uh yeah in the new york fucking times um and then failing new york times the there was new an york article times. Uh, um that read really like salacious for like a new for like a news a piece of journalism well, it was, hey like, the violent and epic they got to keep our attention somehow it's a tri-state drama yo and it's it's uh you know why did i say yo i don't <laughs> i like glazed over i wouldn't have said anything oh you my god in this economy you got a yo when you maybe got a it yo. was maybe because i just finished breaking bad and yeah, you. That was a little bit of Jesse. Oh my god! Influence. Take that out, Laura. It will never take it. No! out. No. 
You have to live with your decisions. Fuck. It's okay. Do you love me censoring? I love... I, I try to... Cen- I'm like... Take that out. Speaking of editing, I'm like the We have worst. a good... We have a good, like... I know when I really need to take something out, and then I know when I say I will and I don't, and I know that that's going to be fine, too. Okay. But anytime, anytime that you, like, really need something out, I always take it out. I got you, boo. <laughs> well, it is tri-state. It's like a New York... It's like a New North Jersey mob. It's a very New York thing to to... But it felt more New York Post or Page Six than... Um, like a, I'm, I'm loving the New York Times getting a new yeah. beat, and so I Manzo's, live for any sort of mobster related drama, as you all know. So, so Dina Manzo's ex husband, as we know, hired a mob, like a a muscle from some crime family that he from the Lucchese front crime Lucchese family crime family to to assault and like savagely beat Dina's boyfriend. In the parking lot of a strip mall with a, an, a weapon known as a slapjack, which we really <laughs> took us a lot yeah. to like figure out what that was. We don't talk but, about it enough that he that a slapjack was the the motive, the, yeah, the, the weapon of choice. Incredibly Sopranos, mm-hmm. and like I'm just happy that this kind of activity is oh, still taking it. place because. Honestly, I worry about the mafia. I don't think that they're hip to the times. I don't think that they're like they aging into the new t- age of technology and like organized crime. Like, how are they going to do it? Like, organized crime now is like you hire people to like hack stuff for you. You know, you like rage cyber warfare and you don't really go out and beat people with slapjacks anymore. So I'm glad this feels like yeah. vintage and I'm in. And I'm glad he survived and no one was like, murdered in this oh, it's, story it's, it's juicy it's absurd the the uh exchange the transaction was a free wedding at the brownstone like it was just very like yeah very so new Jer- for, it was the most new jersey crime story you can imagine for anyone that's like not in the loop dina's ex-husband co-owns the brownstone with caroline and albert senior mm-hmm. and hired this guy dave perna to go assault her new boyfriend in a strip mall parking lot with a slapjack <laughs> now and then in return gave him like a hugely discounted wedding for 300 people and then manzo supplied or was it the guy or manzo someone supplied like fake invoices and falsified documents manzo falsified a bunch of documents and gave them to like the government or the police whoever was investigating saying like oh no he paid full price blah 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 but then the fbi looked into it and it was like no he faked all these invoices so dave pernap just the guy that assaulted mr slapjack himself he dave slapjack Dave Slapjack, old Slapjack Perna, as we call him, he pled guilty. So I don't know what he's. I guess he's going to go to jail. I don't know. But and but it sounds like he'll be fine in jail. It seems like jail's a great place for a guy like Dave. Oh yeah. And now Thomas Manzo is go 
pled not guilty and a court date is set for 2021. So Paymon has blessed us, showering us with court dates of 2021 is going to be our year for courtroom drama featuring the Manzo family. What we need now is Caroline and Dina back on Roe and Jay, even though now more than ever. Yeah, they don't speak anymore because of this incident. Yeah, it's I mean, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't speak to Caroline either. uh, No, if my sister knew about it and like basically basically she went i give it my blessing it's fine i wash my hands clean she probably said yeah she's like not my business i don't do the books (laughs) (laughs) no caroline i'll cook the books i'll cook the books you call me in to cook the books invoices for days that's what it is it okay i'm you know i'm now two money laundering shows down from between Ozark and Breaking Bad. And now I'm just mm-hmm. like fully believe that like at basically every business is a money laundering scheme. Yeah. I mean, basically like. The brownstone people, is a money. La- I think the brownstone is like a money. Rich pit. people launder money all the time. They just do it like legally by hiring like high priced accountants and like working that know all the laws to like right. get you out of having to pay taxes. But anyone who's not like insanely wealthy or more like criminally prone, like the brownstone is fully a money laundering scheme. If they're falsifying like allegedly and all that allegedly, stuff, allegedly we're just speculating. Yeah. In our humble opinion, yeah. that has no knowledge of anything at all, just what we've watched on Bravo, not it's, even really researching online put, or anything. To put it simply, it's a front. It's a front, and you're I, But also, we still, Laura and I still want to be invited to the Brownstone. So, like, don't, yeah. like, please invite us to your next. Throw po- us a party. Post COVID benefit. Yeah, throw. A, we want to go to the Brownstone New Year's Eve, twenty twenty one to 2022 so Ugh. invite us mm-hmm. and throw us an event we'll never forget and we won't say a word we won't breathe a word of this to no we won't one bre- but okay here's my theory he won't go to jail because their dad w- was like a storied mafia guy who got whacked and i just yeah. feel like they have people have respect for tiny manzo you know so well, i just i just have a feeling there's People on the inside. He will get out of this, I think. Yeah, it sounds like he's already kind of wiggling his way out because he he has, like, really good lawyers that are already, like, on it. Like, they're saying he doesn't have to turn over information about his employment or finances. His lawyer, like, rejected that. He applied to have the conditions of his bail modified so that he could travel from new jersey to new york at his own discretion oh, to go to like whatever other mon- money laundering silo he has yeah to go have meetings i'm like to go have meetings with the new york crime family bosses yeah i, I watch the fucking sopranos i know how it fucking works it's still crazy like when we on our last uh tough sicilian bitches watch when we learned that Albert Manzo scammed the state so he could be in con- in that position for like the water. They're fucking corrupt. They're corrupt. Also, and the then New Caroline- York Times article point. 
<laughs> the New York Times. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Just Caroline being like, she had a fucking answer for everything when Andy was like, oh, so classic. And she was just like, hey, it was all a misunderstanding. <laughs> Where he lays his head at night, he's got to go to sleep. So that we consider that his home. Wherever we he lays his head is his home. And sometimes that's the brownstone. Because he loves to work. He loves to work. Okay, so in this article, it also points out how well-connected the Manzo family is. And they're known to be close to this guy, this cop named Bernard B. Carrick, the disgraced former New York City police commissioner and former nominee for Secretary of Homeland Security, who appeared in early promos of the reality show with a snarling attack dog. So they remember when they had like oh German shepherds, that was like a police commissioner. Why was who he later? Detained? He well, he used the brownstone as the site of a 2008 event to raise money for his legal defense against federal charges of corruption, tax evasion and perjury. And this oh is their God. friend. This is their friend. They are in with the dirty police, the failing police of New Jersey and New York. We had that theory, and Danielle had that theory. Mm-hmm. Danielle knew. Danielle was on. She was on and, the transistor radio, listening in on the police scanner. She knew what was happening. An old Danny boy knew as well. Yeah, a Danny punk knew. Is a punk is a and, punk, and the Manzos is punks. He was right. He was right. They're fucking punks, and their little beef and beer benefit for the police. They got the police in their fucking pocket. They do. I hope this all blows up 2021. I'm I'm just praying I'm that comes to it, fruition. But honestly, I mean, look, I'm not going to give Danielle that much credit because I think she's fucking batshit and like kind of a bad person. <laughs> but I, I do think she had reason to fear this family. Yeah. And like I had no, like watching it in the beginning when I first watched it, I was like, oh, she's like, why does she think these people are going to kill her? Like I was like, I was like, this is ridiculous. And now I'm like. Uh, now I'm like they literally have their slapjacks at the ready. <laughs> she, they have their they have their militia of slapjacks, their arsenal, yeah, ready to go to to go slap people around in a strip mall parking lot. Like Danielle, at any chance, could have walked into Posh or the uh, plastic sur- the breast augmentation place in the strip mall mm-hmm. that had the missing. You could just be letters going in for your free consultation. Come out to your car and then old. Perna hits you with a slapjack, breaks a kneecap. <laughs> Remember Danielle? They punch me in the face, and I hit. I fall back, and she goes, "I fall back and hit my head, and then I'm dead, and my kids don't have a mother anymore." She's not lying. She was fucking on point. She was on. Danielle was. I'm sorry. Danielle had a reason to be afraid. I just love that. The, the the like final destination thing she described, and then I fall back. And then I fall back. She knows that they're probably the not. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be an overt death. It's going to be a no. And she knows that they're not going to probably set out to kill her. They're first probably going to try and like just muscle her a little bit to make her really scared so that she shuts up. But you know, she's a tall drink of water and kind of gangly, so like anything could happen. Then before you know it, I've fallen down, I've hit my head, I die, my children don't have a mother. And then I go straight to hell. Um Then I'm in straight hell. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> uh, but also in legal drama, another Housewives, the Tom and Erica shit is why there's a whole LA Times article. I think Brian Moylan wrote it or was referenced a oh lot. Oh my God. Um, or no, he didn't write it. He was referenced a lot. He wrote Erica Jane's book or something, but it's called The Rise and Fall of Erica and Tom. Just okay. about their. Yeah, so I have to read it, but I mean, there's a lot of shit going on, guys. There's so much shit. Yeah, I'm like, Erica and Tom, I hope this plays out on RHOBH. I mean, you can, you don't get lower than stealing money from people whose loved ones died in a plane crash. <laughs> That's like taking all the money from like MH370 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and being like, me... I need to pay for my house in Pasadena and a little bit of Balenciaga. Sorry, guys. Me. M- no, me. <laughs> no. Two, um, they d- embezzled allegedly like $2 million, right? Yeah. Mikey had to get paid. Man. Scammers. But also it's this like is, this lawyers. This is proving our theory that reality stars are prone to be criminals. Yeah, criminals, murderers, galore. When will the cast of Vanderpump Rules, what criminals will arise from that? We already know that Jax has like a weird history of arrests and stuff, but like I'm telling you, one of them is going to be in, embroiled in some sort of like legal drama. I just know it. There's think- no way that, that, that one of them can't like, and now the stakes are higher than ever, kind of, because they have no income. So I swear, I think Jackson and Brittany are going to start like a mega church and steal money. I think Jax could, he could get into like tax evasion or something like that. Like I could see him putting, hatching some like not well thought out plan. Scheme. Like fraud. Like I could see him doing like fraud or tax evasion or something. Wait, can we talk about back to SLC? Can we talk about a Vanderpump's SLC crossover that like truly shook me to my core? Yeah. Speak to it. Speak truth to power. Do you want to go in chronological order? Yeah, let's start at the beginning. Okay. Um, we open on Lisa. She's in Sundance mode and. She wakes up in the morning, sits right up in bed, and just starts speaking at her husband mm-hmm. and, like, is kind of going over her to do list. And I just love that he was asleep or, like, just resting his eyes. He's or like pretending, pretending to be asleep. Yeah, pretending to be asleep. I think that he loves her and I think he kind of, like, knows how to play the game, like, up Ugh. for the cameras a little bit of their relationship. I'm into it. You love him, and then I I'm turning and now into a into a super fan of the a husband, John, and a Lisa. John fan, uh huh, a John about fan. Him. Yeah, he's he's. Like, I like. I think a, there's it's a like, silly streak in him. I just know it. Yeah, he's a little silly guy, mm-hmm. and I think he also. I think he might top from the bottom. Like he lets her boss him around, but really, like he puts his foot down when he mm-hmm. needs to be a man. Yeah. No, I just yeah. I think they have a real. I think they really love each other. Mm-hmm. I'm she, excited to see where this goes. I I just wrote an Sundance comes to Park City with three exclamation points. <laughs> it's Sundance. In case you didn't know, I love people being like Park City is the cultural center of Utah. 
Yeah, <laughs> people being like, <laughs> all the wor- the eyes of the world are on us this week, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. it's an international cultural festival, a super event. Yeah, a super spreader event. I'm like, okay, it's literally <laughs> a film looms. festival. <laughs> COVID looms. You feel it. It's like I felt it. I felt like bittersweet watching all these parties because I was like, this is like the last time really anyone's going to be able to do this. Yeah, it was the last hurrah, and mm-hmm. I just thought, like, God, they have no idea what's right around the corner. Mm-mm. Like, there were maybe rumors, but maybe I'm not sure even... I'm sure people bet, aside, as- like, kind of side-talked, and they were like, how about that disease? I remember that. I was, like, at some party and, like, just hearing rumblings of people being like, it's kind of kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, being like, it is. It is weird. I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You were like, mm-hmm. What'd you say, COVID? <laughs> What are you talking about, COVID? Are you talking about are you talking about the mystery pneumonia? The mystery pneumonia that's spreading like wildfire from China, from Wuhan. It's already across the globe. It's there's cases in Europe, maybe in the US. There's cases Is that in what Europe. you're talking about? There's there's one case in Oregon. There's one case in <laughs> there's one case in Oregon. You were um, the COVID you were my COVID lifeline of all COVID news filtering through you to me. I was I I was annoying to people and my friends were annoying and I alienated my boyfriend at one point because of you it. You maybe and alienated everyone who knows you. But by... I was right. <laughs> I was right. And I stand by it and I, I will accept when I'm annoying. I was very annoying. Mind you. I was How does just... it feel to be so right? I mean, look, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Mm hmm. I, I thought it was just going to be like swine flu yeah. or something. I, I truly was not expecting like this shit or how just ridiculous things got. But I just knew something. Something's coming. Something's coming. I was just like, something's here. Something's there. Something's over there. There. Something's coming. Something's coming. Like I was like doing that all day. And then it came and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, now it's here. <laughs> it's here. She's here. You texted everyone. Mm hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Sundance is like, looks really fun. Have you been? Yeah, I actually went, oh my God, when did I go? In 2012, Mm. because my book was coming out. My book, White Girl Problems by Babe Walker. Buy it on Amazon. White Girl Problems, Uh, buy it on Amazon. I'm making a short tweet tweet about my book right now. Um. And there was a party being thrown at Hyde Lounge. Oh, wow. In honor of the release. And like four people came to the party. But then I got to stay at the venue and like my guests, which were like a handful of people, stayed at the venue because Lil John's birthday party was happening right after. So my party was from like seven to nine or something. And then at nine... Lil John's party happened, and that's when things got really fun. So was then I was just like passing out my book to everyone. I got was a it, pick with Lil John. Was it raucous? It was raucous. Yeah, I, I would have loved to be. I I would have been one of the four. Yeah, it was like a good. It was a crew of mostly agents that worked at the agency that represented me, Your and then friend. like a couple, and then a couple friends. Your real friends. And we ordered and, pizza, and, and we were like, "Lol," and then passed out the books. Love. But I'd say all in all, it a was success. a success. Yeah. Is Hyde Lounge like the Hyde Hotel in Miami? It's like the Hyde 
like LA the club or whatever so they had like they would do a lot of clubs from LA would do like pop-ups at Sundance Mm -hmm. and then I guess you would just like they book out like they take over whatever venue and then you can book out certain windows of times to have Mm -hmm. like your events so Mm -hmm. mine was kind of thrown together a little last minute I went to the Hyde in Miami really Mm mm-hmm Hyde's kind of fun. Hyde's vintage. I went with my sister and and my brother-in-law and my sister. I remember it was like a hero. It was like, I was like 24 and and I had like a, my big sister's cool. Like I was, and she, the line was huge and she just walked to the front and went, we're not waiting in this. And the guy was like, okay. And let her, (laughs) and I was just like, oh my God, that's, that's my sister. Your sister is cool. She's cool. Just fucking getting it done. Right. Walking right to the front of the fucking line. I'm not waiting in this line. I love that. You have no choice but to respect that as a bouncer. No choice but to stand. Mm-hmm. So I've ha- I've had a little taste of the hustle and bustle of the Sundance life. Wow. I feel... Yeah, you're... You've had some festival experience between Kong and Sundance. Mm-hmm. You've lived the fest life. Yeah, and it's fun. And it's definitely high stakes, like, because Sundance really, I think, is all about just, like, what parties you're going to. I mean, all those, if you're going for a film or whatever, it's about that. But then it's really, like, about just getting into all the best parties that you can possibly go to. And wearing jeans. Wearing jeans and you're getting some winter boots. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe a fur. Lisa's in bed and she goes, oh my God, I have so many events around Sundance, she says. It's like, yeah. We get it. You get literally it. are a Sundance. You're a Sundance head. You're a Sundance I have to go to the WME lounge, she says. She loved saying that. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Meredith Marks, who is dressed. She looks like Morticia. Mm-hmm. I was loving like, her look. Mm-hmm. She's getting doing- ready. They're doing the first ever Park City Fashion Week, which I just wrote LOL. And Brooks mm-hmm. is doing... Brooks has a show. Well, okay. Here's my question. I think that Park City Fashion Week is just one fashion show where like a couple... There has like a handful of designers who show like a few outfits each. Yeah. I don't think it's an actual week. I'm like, why are you calling it a week? Let's just call it, Let's just go with it and say it's a week. If they're literally leaning in. I'm like, it's it's sad. You just have Park City fashion. They do period. Monday. They do Monday to Sunday in a show. Bryant Park mm-hmm. is shook. Brooks is doing. He's debuting some of his jumpsuit, his track suits. And he makes track suits with like a little line down them that says Brooks Marks. And they just look like any other tracksuit, except they have like his label bookmark. Yeah, and and I'm and like, who's buying these tracksuits? A gays, maybe. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. 
And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. 
So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Meredith is going to walk in Fashion Week. Yeah. And then... And Brooks is going to walk. And Brooks goes, oh my god, I'm walking... I'm, he goes, oh my God, no. The woman goes, Brooks, you're going to be walking. You know that, right? And he went, oh my God. Oh my God, no. If you had told me that, I would have started a juice cleanse like a week ago. And all the women go, So everyone laughs around Brooks because they're like, you're so funny, Brooks. You're really funny. <laughs> they're all in living in fear of him yeah he's like the kid in the twilight zone movie that he like is stopped. he Holy is that kid shit. he is that kid laura that's such a fuck that's like i feel like i was like something was in the back of my mind being like what does he remind me of and you fucking nailed it he is she said that he's the kid he is who, the kid who is holding his family hostage by like manifesting his imagination and like making them eat like burgers that like with peanut butter peanut and butter and then the woman creepy who does rabbits the, come the, out of the like mm-hmm. tv and the woman who does the voice of lisa simpson is in it what's her name lisa nancy cartwright mm-hmm. I think she's in it it's so good it's so good it's so scary it is remember really when scary. he makes his sister like you his sister's like watching creepy cartoons mm-hmm. and then it kind of pans down and her she has no mouth she just yeah. has skin where her mouth is. He's like, shut and up. And he gave her no mouth. Yeah. That's Brooks. That's totally Brooks. And we see him do it. it reign his chaos supreme over the Casa de Meredith. The Casa de wow. Marks. Um, Jen. Wait, so Jen the, does have an office. It is. That is WeWork. I'm telling you, it's like an abandoned building and they like have. That one, is a WeWork. It's yeah. It's some shady real estate venture and she she just has a floor in it she's it on roller skate i think that it's a we work i really do because i was like this layout like it is it is like a co-working space that i yeah. believe that she just rent. okay here's my theory on jen i think she just rented she knew she was going to be on this show she wants to like start 
a brand around her. So she rented an office and then rented this big mansion. And then she was like, my brand is going to be like event planning. And I have this house that I can throw all my parties at. Cause like she probably doesn't know anyone to like for venues and stuff like that. So she's like, the house can be the venue, the Shaw chalet. And then like, I have my office where I do my business. But then we see that she doesn't really do any business in her office. Like she, plays like goes on roller skates she wears like a princess crown makes Stuart like her gay assistant like fan her and then like they just talk about yeah. like they reminisce on funny parties that they went to once she's Stuart's like, like just like her best friend yeah she's like usually it's Stuart and I are conference calls all day back-to-back meetings planning events but this week it's all about the party and I'm like that's mm-hmm. every week Jen yeah i was like you're not i just have a feeling i'm like this is not you don't do this for work yeah Yeah. she's full of stories full of holes i Mm -hmm. i'm like now now i'm like okay Stuart is gay he's gay right it's just like her gay bestie that she i I first thought he was like a sad straight man but now i'm like there's no way he's just a gay yeah because you're gonna have a sad straight man around like there's no that's dangerous actually you're in danger girl i would say to anyone that just had a sad straight man on their payroll Mm -hmm. that's just like hanging around like that yeah you're so right he's gonna murder you like you're about to get fucking killed Mm -hmm. fire him gotta have a gay yeah and uh She's like, Stuart, remember when you got blackout at last Sundance and you pretended to be a rapper? And I was just like, okay, this is TMI. I'm sad that there was no footage of that because it sounded extremely cringe and problematic. They've and never I been, loved to see it. They've never been more excited. Like Sundance is, they're like th- these people come alive mm-hmm. when it's Sundance. It's the only thing to live for. It is, and like I mean, we'll talk about it later. But Heather kind of says like I love Sundance because it really reminds me that there's a bigger world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just made me kind of sad. Yeah, if you're just like a you a salty Utah queen that's also a Mormon, like Sundance is finally a chance where you can get shit faced and get like and get laid, maybe get plowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's your one week out of 52 weeks of the year that you can really cut loose and like experience life and have fun. And then you have to just like go back to church. Yeah. (sighs) Jen goes to Whitney's for a hot tub night and she continues to have absolutely no chill Mm -hmm. about her situation with Mary Wait, well, first we go to Lisa, and she's, she literally has, on the main strip of, of Park City, she has an event in every space. Mm-hmm. So, she's going from one event to the other. She, she's doing one event that just says Latinx event, and then <laughs> yeah. another event's, like, the Vita event. So, she just has, like, every kind of theme or, or like, party, po- like, it, it's very confusing. So, it's, it's just... Mm-hmm. So she just has a kind of a monopoly over all the events. I guess. Or maybe like it looked like because that McMillions movie, the McMillions event was for like the HBO documentary, I think. Right. So I think probably like maybe movie studios 
or the marketing teams come to her and they say like we want you to like throw like plan this event for us and then she has relationships with like the venues and so Mm -hmm. she says like we'll throw this one here we'll throw this one there and it probably is just like I mean, every night there's like three or four parties. Yeah, she says for so 10 days straight. So if she's just in that mode, yeah, she's just like planning all those things. She probably makes so much money. Yeah, it seems like they just like haul. And John is doing like actual like cater catering work. Like he's like moving tables Moving the and furniture. Chairs. Yeah, because I guess like do they just – when you're – in the event business, do you just have like a huge storage unit filled with like CB2 furniture that you bring out for various so. events? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like her think- just going, this is all going away. This is all going away. It reminded me, there's a Caper Land video where she's like playing a character that has a rock collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she just has like, you just see her with a bunch of rocks and she goes, she's like 1,000, 4,000. 25,000 like she's just pointing to all of them and it just reminded me of Lisa being like this is going away this is going away this is going away yeah Lisa and Kate Berlant do share like a similar like character energy yeah I would love Kate I want to see I would love to see Kate as Lisa me too the queen of Sundance the queen of Sundance we're a Sundance family we're a Sundance family. When I'm at Sundance, it's all Sundance. My mommy duties go out the window. I am unreachable. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm all for throwing your mommy duties out the window, becoming unreachable to your children and working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They need that. Everyone needs a little bit of time away. Yeah. You need to do you. You pass the kids off to the babysitter. You say, here's 50 bucks. Go get Buffalo Wild Wings tonight. And then you decline their FaceTimes. Mm-hmm. It's a she, power move. She it's goes, the only yeah. move you have left as a as a parent. She goes, my she's I'm off the clock as a mom. My kids can fend for themselves, and they really can. They're fine. Yeah, I'm. I love it. Um, I love yeah, it. So so Whitney has Jen over for a little hot tub moment, and Jen comes over with Stuart. And, and then f- close they just like close the door yeah. in Stuart's face Stuart looked like he was prepped to stay and hang and then they were like okay bye Stuart and then just like shut him out he like waited in the car mm-hmm. went on grinder um yeah Jen's hot tub outfit is kind of major it was really major I love that you couldn't like I love the idea of wearing a swimsuit and then having to wear pasties over your nipples under the swimsuit because like your nips are showing like it's like so it's just so much to just go in a hot tub. You know what I mean? I know, but I, I loved, I loved when she came out and she goes, okay, I'm ready. And then she just started laughing. Mm -hmm. Cause she she was like, this is, I know this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'd like the outfits. Whitney. I like kind of, on, to be honest, I blacked out this whole scene because <laughs> I was so focused on Whitney's voice. Her voice is really start. It it takes me to it's a. Chi- it's chilling and it's like, she's like, Jan is my friend, but Mary too is also my friend. So I cannot choose between the two of them. Like she just has this very like. It's, it's a high pitched. It's a lot. It's I can't even describe, but it was sending me to like a. It was rocketing me to another to the stratosphere of like 
confusion. You had to visit another dimension where Whitney didn't exist, where Whitney was never born, and then you existed in that dimension while she spoke. I just wrote, I'm banging my head against the wall. Like, I just can't. I'm, I, I know that sounds, it's, I hate making fun of someone's voice because it's like, they can't help it. But like, I was just like, you can help this. But yeah, after a while, like. You have to stop. I just wanted to go up and go, hey, this needs to stop. So hey. Whitney's whole thing is that she's throwing a party for her husband, Justin. He's turning 52. And every year on his birthday, she th- goes all out to give him the biggest best party that she can possibly muster to just reward him because he has alienated himself he turned his back on his entire family and religion and children and life to like be with this woman he like so like the least she can do is just like suck his dick and throw him a party i guess (laughs) yeah she's like he like betrayed his wife and his children and just gave up everything for her so she's like so i reward him because he's literally gave up everything for me i mean i was kind of team justin and whitney until she said that and then i really bristled at like the children thing i was like actually that's like fucked up it is he doesn't have a relationship. Imagine if you were a kid. If imagine if you were watching your stepmom on fucking Real Housewives being like, "I just love to give him a party because he literally gave up his relationship with his children for me." I'd be like, "I wish you death." I would scream. I would get in the car and I would drive my car through their living room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's like it's it's like horrific, horrific. It's a it's a bad bad painting that they've painted about and also it's like i get like i get initially i mean i'm i guess the religion part plays into it heavily too because his whole family is his whole family mormon yeah look i get it after you guys have been together you've been together for 10 years like you there should be some sort of trying to make peace about it now like at least with your kids like you would want to be like shouldn't there be some part of like accept like you're still like you're still at odds with your children over this then that's on you guys like you guys are fucking weird because why are you still at odds no here's the thing that i feel is what i saw was tell me what you saw well okay shit happens people leave like it happens yeah but like there's a way to try to make peace like you said and find solace and find some kind of commonality and try to live life not fully abandoning the old but like trying to merge it and be like look it didn't work out this way but like i still want to have a family system in some way yeah that's i think that's the the way to try to do it but there i feel like there are people who have an affair and then they never get over the drama of it and so they they like it almost is like part of their like the rush they get from being together is that we did this crazy thing and there it's enhanced like you said too about because they're both like super mormon or raised super mormon so i feel like they're both like are we crazy that we did this and they like haven't gotten they haven't gotten over their affair in 10 years and it's like they're still trying to live in that like kind of intensity and Mm -hmm. it's like it's like bitch it's over you did it you did it you both you both did it 
let's move on and try to like try to be healthy and like not live in the intensity of this thing that you did that was like clandestine and fucked up yeah like if i was with a guy who he had cheated on his family for me and we ended up together i would at least like i would want him to have a relationship with his kids Mm -hmm. i would want to i would want that to be like a priority or like i would encourage that like i wouldn't relish in the fact that like now they're he gave him all up he gave up his children and now i'm gonna throw him a big party yeah like oh daddy a party it's like also also i didn't realize like the age difference between them is uh, like pretty big and i think that that can be really hot and stuff but i was just like this is the first time i was like ew like i kind of saw <laughs> justin like up close and i was like Ooh. i was like yeah. nah, mm, mm, mm. i'm not on the- board anymore have you ever seen the natalie portman vehicle the other woman no, I really wanted to watch that. Is it good? It's pretty good. Lisa Kudrow's okay. in it. But it's like about a, the second wife who the her husband left his Lisa Kudrow for her. Mm-hmm. And it's how she's navigating being a stepmom and like I love stepmom drama. Kind of but but she's you know, she's conflicted and like feels she feels, you know, good about it because she loves this guy but she also feels bad still and like they have so but i feel like it's a it's a good it's a good watch it made me think of it when i was watching whitney and justin yeah another good watch for a stepmom drama if you want to take things to like an incredibly dark place is the lodge oh my god (laughs) the lodge i watched that like last month or the first time i think it's one of the best it's definitely one of the best horror movies of 2020 like it stayed it was pretty good super on my mind and then like haunted me afterwards but i was like let's just say for all my lodge heads out there and you are one i'm fully team riley when it comes to lodge life those kids spoiler alert they deserve lodge spoilers (laughs) lodge spoilers ahead (laughs) They deserve to die. <laughs> Those kids deserve every shitty thing that happened to them. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They were shitty. They, they were fucked up. Horrible. They fucked up big time. And the, you know what? They face consequences for their actions. I'm a Riley head. Maybe almost as much as I'm a, a Mackenzie Davis head. I ride or die for Riley. Yeah. And she's, truly. She's the one. The number one move of a lifetime would be to put them in a movie together. Hollywood, oh, if you're listening. Wow. Well, I have to watch that Shine Forever movie that she's in. McKenzie's yeah, and in. I have to watch Halt and Catch Fire. <laughs> There's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so she's like, you know, I don't want any drama at my, you know, the birthday between you and Mary, Jen. And Jen's like, okay. Yeah, Jen, like, is still pissed about everything that Mary said to her. I said, I just wrote, let go, let Mary. Mary is going to marry. You just got to let Mary do Mary. What if in the background, Stuart was just in like (laughs) the backyard? Like, yeah, I would, I bet he's like just standing in a window watching them. (laughs) I don't trust it. I don't trust their house. I don't, I don't like it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm not in, I'm not down. 
Um, oh, Meredith calls Whitney and recruits her to walk in Park City Fashion Week. I just wrote Meredith loves a FaceTime. Yeah. And Whitney She's goes... She's born to FaceTime. Whitney goes, wow, I've never been... I really appreciate you asking, and I will consider walking, but I'm not sure because I've never done that before. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, don't worry about it. Just, it's Park City Fashion Week. Yeah, You're going to walk... I was One like, just give her a fucking answer. Way. Just say yes or no. We'll yeah, like, and also cons- it's like, you're gonna consider- say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will consider walking. I'm like, okay, Whitney. <laughs> just fucking say yes. Whitney's big decision. 30 seconds of your fucking life. She's like, take. she's taking shots. I will consider walking will definitely in the cons- premiere New York Park City Fashion Week. I will thank you so much for asking me, and I will definitely consider walking. Walking. I love your Whitney impression. I will definitely consider walking. Okay. Uh, Meredith okay. was like, like, okay, bitch. Fine. Do it or don't. Yeah. Um, so. Meredith then, that's when Meredith then turns to facetime lisa but lisa has no time yeah so like, she's just like, like meredith i love you i gotta go though i have all these I have my ad's here i gotta go my av guy's here huh my av guy um, i love just like frantically like reject like being so yeah. busy you just have to like frantically reject things you just hear you just hear lisa go hi how are you to someone i love mm-hmm. it i, lo- I just wrote, i so love good. lisa i love her busy I d- I love busy Lisa too. And I actually am like really into Lisa's faith in LDS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, it, like it, blind faith. It's not for me necessarily, but I yeah, she, enjoy it for her and it seems to really be working for her. No, she really, I think she really, she really loves it. Um, she really loves it. And it, she feels like it's making her a better person. And like, I guess that's great for you. Okay. Wait a second. To- what side note side note side note okay a real hugely religious side note one of my followers kenna shout out to kenna Kenna. let me know that she has like a mormon relative who shared on facebook or somewhere that she was like obsessed with this lds like photo of the virgin mary and like she had shared this photo and then Kenna saw it and was like, wait, that looks like Lara. Like, and sent me this photo. Carrie, I am a low key. There's a woman out there who does acting work for the Church of the Latter day Saints that looks like me. I'm about to send you this pic and you're going to actually shit yourself. And I will share this on instagram wait that's so weird are you you're not even ready for this is it like your astral twin you're absolutely not ready for what is where coming your way it? where are you sending i it? just texted it to you live reaction holy shit That's oh my God, insane. That's really, really. We weird. have some. We have some like different features. Yeah, like mouth, our nose and mouth are a little bit different. The, but the like eyes, the eyes, and we the are eyebrows, like the eyebrows. Yeah, Holy we're shit! We're the same. We're the same person. And like honestly, the hair. 
So then I went down a rabbit hole trying to find like where this photo came love, from. If I could buy it. She's, I love this It's Mormon a picture acting. of the Mary, a Mormon uh, acting, holding baby Jesus. And I found the video that she's like acting in, which is like a promotional video for the meaning of Christmas. And it's all uh, featuring this Virgin wow. Mary, aka me, on I her love, journey. I love like religious theaters. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Wow, that's really weird. It's fucking wild, right? Why does she have like her hair is like it's a, that's a wig? I think. Oh, I think it has to be. Maybe she dyed it. Yeah. Well, it's you just guys crazy. have the same. Like, you have the same exact eyes. Yeah, we have the same eyes Whoa. and eyebrows. You are a Mormon. You're. You're a well-known actress in the Mormon theater community. And you know what was even wilder? The listener's family member who, like, had posted this, like, did this whole post about, like, how there was, like, she was, like, going through such hard times. And every time that she was really struggling, she would think about this photo. And it really gave her, like, so much hope. And then, like, that photo is literally me. It's really weird. I'm like, you looked at this photo and maybe this photo as Mary did give you a lot of hope, but also like this person looks exactly like me and I am by no means LD- like an LDS. Maybe you are, Laura. But maybe I is, am. What if this is your like tether existing in the same timeline as you? I honestly, she is. She looks a little less like me in the video. But it's like, like that, that shot though is truly chilling. I know. I was like, wait, how am I? I've never seen a doppelganger. I just watched Tenet last night, and it's all about like temporal duality. And now I'm like kind of in that mode, and this is like speaking to me. This is my Tenet moment. Mm-hmm. That is, is so Tenet weird. good. Do I need I, to watch? I really it? liked it. I thought it was. I mean, it got like weirdly bad reviews, but I I thought it was really cool. Haters are gonna hate. It was a twenty twenty was a great year for haters. I thought it was it was wild. Um, Isn't Elizabeth Debicki in it? Oh yeah, Ugh. all um, six foot one. John David Washington is so fucking hot. Denzel's son, who's the main guy, he is oh. so handsome and like he's the star and he's like the new action star. I feel like. Wow. He's amazing. Love Rob that. Pattinson's in it. Love Rob. It's just great. Aaron Taylor okay, Johnson's in it. it. Oh, yes. Yes, and mama. Kenneth Branagh's in it. I love him. It's it's good. It's like it's kind of a mind it's truly a mind fuck. And okay, great. I also couldn't really hear the sound. It was so lo- like the soundtrack and the sound was so booming and loud that Simon and I were just like Wait, what? Like, what did they say? <laughs> I could not understand what they were... I, probably, like, 80% of the movie, I was like, what? I was like the Ariana Grande meme of her squinting. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. But it's it's worth a watch. It's, like, two and a half hours, though. Okay, cool. It sounds like a good movie to just, like, get blazed to. And oh, then yeah. Let your mind, it's, like, it's a stoner just movie. Just go full tenant. Okay, great. I need that in my life. Speaking of alternate states, so we go to Mary's house, and this is truly a chilling moment i felt so mary is like picking out an outfit for um whitney's husband's party justin and she's mm-hmm. getting help from sherlinda who's like her 
assistant who is kind of her maid. Charlinda, okay, is her, her cousin. It's her. No, her, it's her great aunt. No, it's her. It's her grandmother's oh, brother. Oh my god, you're right. I thought she said mother. No, her grandmother's brother's daughter. So it's her. Her her. Aunt. Or is that her cousin? No, it's her aunt. Oh, it's her cousin. Who, who is it? Their oh. cousins. <laughs> I'm so. Okay, 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 okay. So her grandmother. So like, I have a great. Her grandmother's I have a brother great would aunt. be her great uncle. So his kids would be her second. Her cousins. Her first cousins once removed. Okay, but so still, that's her. A re- it's, it's her, her. It's her. It's her blood relative, and it's she's a blood relative making her. She's basically her servant. She said Sheldon yeah. came over when her first when her son was born and never and she fell in love with him and never left. Yeah. Oh, like, she came to give Robert okay Robert Junior a present. And she like I thought became okay, his nanny right. and like now is like their help. But like got it. I thought she meant that she came over to give Robert Senior a present. No, and no, no, never no, no, left. no. She, and I was she, like, what in? No, I think she was. I think she going was. On? I think she was her son's <laughs> nanny, and then became. Oh, okay, like the, that makes a little more of, sense. Like the house manager. Yeah, like and now st- she's their maid essentially. But it's her. It's her. It's her. Like, it's her elder, and she's. Yeah. And she's. Tr- and then they're like having fun. They're dancing, and then Mary goes, "I don't know her that well. Like, we don't. I'm not close with she's, her. I don't know her life. I don't know anything I, about her." I don't know what she does outside of what she helps me with. But at the end of the day, we're family. And I was just like, what? You First of all, you guys look like you're really close. Yeah. And then... Something is weird, but I'm into it. I'm like, tell me more about this relationship. I can't imagine... It's strange. Like, having a relative... Like, my elder relative come work for me. It must be part of the, the cult thing. It must be, Yeah. But she, I get like Charlinda her wanting to, wear, to help like, take care of the baby or something, but Charlinda has to wear like booties over her feet. I think. Yeah, like, Charlotte. I mean, maybe she chooses to dress like that in that household, but she. It looks I mean, like she, looks, she is told like it looks like she wears like a kind of a uniform esque vibe. I was. It's I very, was very confused. And then Mary starts dancing, and then Charlinda does like a cute little like robot dance. Or like the you know that mm-hmm. the worm thing, and then Mary goes, "Don't do that." That she goes, "That wasn't good." Mary's also be nice. Need, be nice need to her. Talk about her bedroom. Oh, it's her bedroom is a shrine to fashion. Yeah, Mary. Do you think Mary, Mary and Robert Mary's in Senior, a relationship with fashion at the end? Of the yeah, day. she is, and I actually appreciate that relationship, and it's a relationship I can respect. Mm-hmm, me too. Do you think she and Robert Sr. sleep in separate bedrooms? Yes. Yeah, I had that feeling too. Because her... Mary also, like... I'm starting to have a lot more empathy for her because I do do think she's, like, deeply damaged by everything she's been through. And she has still the mentality of, like, a little girl. Yes, I was just going to say that. She's, like... She has... She's, like, a teenager still. Yeah, like, a teenager or even, like eight to ten years old like just the way that she kind of is and like the way that she dresses and i'm like did something happen at that age i think something happened at that age if you know what i mean i'm gonna make a short sweet that 
stunted her emotionally and now this is just who she is and i was like i think she's traumatized i really feel for her i think she's literally traumatized from marrying her grandfather so yeah from being like sex trafficked to her grandfather (laughs) if i married my grandfather i would be regressed too and like running around like a little kid Mm -hmm. it's just sometimes it's like her it's the way she copes i don't i don't like i don't like I mean, it's none of my business. Maybe Charlinda is just like actually more of like a family figure there, but like the way they framed it, it looked kind of dark to me. Like the the vibe was weird, but it's also from the moment Charlinda even stepped on the screen, I was like, this feels wrong. Something ain't right. But and now we're learning more. But I'm like, let's just just like like focus. But I was like, also like. You don't have to lie. Like, it seems like you guys are close. Like, you clearly know... You've known her for 20... You've, she's been in your home for 20 years. Yeah. Also, Can't, it's like you don't ever text or communicate. Yeah, like... It's weird. That's what made it sound so, like, removed. I was like, why are you making it... Why are you, like, canceling out this clear bond that you have? Maybe Mary's trying to make it sound like she hasn't, like... Like, she's trying to make it sound less weird that her cousin works for her. Yeah, that's true. But actually, she makes it more weird. Because I think Mary probably is also insecure about a lot of things. And then tries to, like, make it better. But it just makes it worse. Yeah. I need more Mary. This show really needs to shift into, like, just the Mary show. Less everyone else. More Mary. More Mary, Um, please. More Mary, more Lisa. So... We cut to Justin's birthday party. They gather at the Whitney house and <laughs> the Whitney Justin house and they're all the pre-gaming. Whitney. <laughs> okay, this is so weird because they're all behaving like horny college kids and or like high schoolers and uh-huh. I think it's because they're ex-Mormons and like they were been repressed for so long that they've just been in like a state of party for the last 10 years and it ha- the party has not stopped. They still act like they're like like they're they're partying in a way that like I used to in college like yeah. shots party like there. And I think it's because they were, repre- especially him. I mean, he's in his fifties. He was he's in his fifties. He kicks off this night by doing a body shot out of Whitney's belly yeah. button. He goes, sorry kids <laughs> about his kids. I was like, ew, but they're just, they're talking in like such horny. They're like, woo! place of woo to the end. They go full woo. Whitney goes, I mean, a party bus will bring out the inner slut in pretty much everyone. Like mm-hmm. it's there's it really made me miss party bus life because I was just like, oh, I can't wait to just like get on a party bus and like mm-hmm. shove my puss in someone's face. Like <laughs> and then just be like, Wow totally. like, Yeah. It's just like ready to go, but they really they're really doing the damn thing. I, really, I love that they took a party bus like up a hill to some other person's house, to Catherine's house. <laughs> I wrote ex Mormons are wild. Ex Mormons love to party. Party, and party, party. They, okay, I think that Justin and Whitney are swingers, and oh. I would love to know more about that. I Bravo! Yeah, I want to know. Uh, I kept thinking of Christina Ricci and Monster going. I thought we were gonna party, party, party <laughs> <laughs> to to, Char- to A- Charlize's Aileen. You said we were gonna party. We haven't partied. That's that reminds <laughs> me of Justin and Whitney. Um, it is. 
Uh, yeah, they just like took the bus, which is kind of cute. They like just drove around the town and then went it's up the fun. hill. That's a real. That is how you like. That's a true party. Yeah, I said I'm feeling their horny love. Mm-hmm. Jen's there. I want your horny love. love I want your horny love. Also, before in the hot tub, Jen's like Mary won't come on the party bus. She keeps telling anyone that with with ears that Mary won't come on the party bus. Did Jen even go on the party bus? Yeah, she was there. Okay. She's Jen like, Mary is... won't do it. She won't do it. Mm-hmm. You know who won't be coming on the party bus? Mary. They go to their... So every year, Whitney lets enlist her rich friend, Catherine, to let them use her like enormous house. Catherine's the the like club person. Like She owns all the clubs in Park City. Yeah, and Heather like, says that Catherine is the real queen of Sundance, but don't tell that to Lisa. That I loved kind of, that. That was funny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious about Catherine. I feel like I. This is what I think. I feel like they're all friends with like ex Mormons who are just like down to party. Like the party is not stopping. That's what I feel. I feel like Catherine is maybe an ex Mormon. Can someone verify this? Who lives in Salt Lake or in the surrounding areas? This. Yeah. I want to know more about Catherine. Why isn't she a real housewife? Mm-hmm. I was like ready for her to hop into the mix. I see. I've had a vision of her as like friend of. Yeah, eventually. I, I want to know more about her. She owns the she owns the hottest club in town. Yeah, um, like get Catherine on fucking mm-hmm. camera. And I also, yeah, let's blow up this like Mormon, ex Mormon vibe. Like I really want like I want loud and proud swinger ex-mormons yeah so they just like maybe the show will find its legs i hope so like it there's a lot there's just so much potential it's just not being used the right way yeah the party's kind of a watch mary walks in wearing a very amazing outfit she's in head to toe chanel i think with tassels galore i'm into mary's fashion now i'm like I was like, I was iffy on it, but then now she's pulling some looks that I'm just like, yes. And I love how awkwardly, like, you'll look to the side and Mary will just be by herself being like, yeah, Mary's (laughs) like, she'll just dance kind of like near a chair. There was, she does like a lot of arm, Mm -hmm. expressive arm pointing. Very like Paula Abdul dance moves. Mm -hmm. And she's, um, there's just one shot of all, there's like a few of these few women who are, not together, but standing near each other, and they're all drinking Fiji. And I think they're maybe the Mormons or like the religious mm-hmm. people of the crew who don't drink. And they're all just going silently, going <laughs> <laughs> like they're just dancing together alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else is getting fucking hammered. Mary and Jen have like a boring confrontation that I'm like, yeah, oh. I'm like, I'm over this conversation. Yeah. Move on. So then we cut to, um terrifying brooks and meredith they're just like kind of prepping for park city fashion week brooks is like i have to pull track shoots for my show is that okay and then the owner of the store someone is like sure and then we find out that neither seth nor chloe will be attending brooks's Mm -hmm. big debut as a fashion designer what about his older brother no one cares about him, I guess. I just wrote everyone in Park City is afraid of Brooks. Everyone isn't terrified of Brooks. Um, Lisa is at an event 
and she's in full like we said before she's in full like she's like i don't pick up any of my kids phone calls when i'm during sundance like it's just i have to compartmentalize and it's all about my work my kids come second yeah and the babysitter who looks pretty cool yeah she was like desi she's like cute she's drinking a sugar-free red bull she's living her red bull truth and she got buffalo wild wings for the kids which made me jealous i love buffalo wild wings and Everyone seems to be having a great time. I'm like, shout out, Buffalo Wild Wings. We love you. Yeah, sponsor us. We stand. I would love a lifetime supply of corn dog bites. If uh, if you're near a Buffalo Wild Wings, I suggest you go right now and get there's, corn dog bites. There's one down the street for me in Hollywood, and it's closed now. But it was, I know. It was let me tell you, until it was like popping. two weeks ago, Buffalo Wild Wings was the, the spot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't find no less than like 30 people there outside on the the terrace. I drove by that patio a few times and I had severe B-dubs FOMO. I knew things when things were getting empty there. I was like, "Mm, things are getting bad. You're like COVID's on the rise. Buffalo Wild Wings was the patio. (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings was your COVID barometer. You look out with binoculars and you say, what's Buffalo Wild Wings doing today? What's the climate of COVID? Yeah, I knew things were okay if Buffalo Wild Wings was still crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we... Uh, then Whitney and Heather go out for kind of a heartbreaking drinks. Yeah, they have like a... They're like coming off of all the coke they were on the night before. And they're just like mm-hmm. mellowing out in some cocktails. And they, they, I love that they, they say that... They talk about how all... They explain that because Mormons run like the business, the commerce, you know council of utah that they kind of control what restaurants can serve so they only can serve one pour of alcohol and everything has to be very watered down it's like you're in like australia or like doesn't like the uk or europe do that too i don't know australia is really intense about that like you can't like hard alcohol is really expensive and then you get they're really strict about their pores that's why they all drink fosters fosters australian for b i need to more info about this waiter that they had <laughs> i would have loved in the vein the on them in the vein of a, a vanderpump rules i would have loved it if the camera just turned oh, yeah. and then started following but- into their world I would love to see it. I want to see, yeah, I want like a Mormon. Vanderpump I want to see like the transgressive, like hard party wait staff of Utah trying to navigate getting, trying the desperately to get blackout drunk and blow rails in like a heavily Mormon community. I'm telling you, watch Latter Days. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Um. So yeah, they start talking and basically. Heather's like, you know, the party was so fun. I love watching you and Justin together because I just see how much, how in love you guys are with each other. But it also mm-hmm. it breaks my heart because I've never known that. And I, I, my marriage was basically like a sham. She chose faith over love. And now she's in like a severe relationship struggle. And I really felt for her when she's like, I want someone to see me for who I am and love me. Like, I want someone to like love and accept every part of me essentially. Yeah. I was like same bitch. And she says, 
Um, she says every single part of me is wrong. And like, I, I felt so like she feels, you can just, she feels so defective, I think because she's divorced and because of the, the harshness of which her, her marriage falling apart was kind of seen by the church and her family and like her world. I think mm-hmm. she is traumatized by that and just feels like on a almost it seems like on like a molecular level just feels defective. Which is sad. Yeah. And I, and I've been there before about like other stuff and like it's it is it's real and you can feel that like just feeling like you're not good deep down. Mhm. And the hatred, it's like it's it's sad. And I I appreciate her being so frank and I think it's obviously Whitney's her cousin so she feels like really safe with her but but and I I do what I like about Whitney is like she does give she is very supportive. She's really supportive and she'll tell it to you straight. Yeah, she's like, listen, you need to get like she's basically like I hear I hear you, but you can't go through life like this. Hmm. I have faith in Heather. I like and that's that a Heather- really good. It's a good. I mean, it's cool that she's willing to do this on television. So I feel like something to latch on to is like, we'll stay tuned to see like if she gets in a relationship or like who she starts dating and what that's like. Yeah. She's cool. And she also, she says like, I was a virgin before, like until my husband and I married, like I, I was a virgin. And so he was the only person she ever had sex with. And then she said, when I, when we got divorced, like she basically was like, I fucked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hell yeah. Hell to the, yeah. Get your fuck on. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather's horned up. Heather just wants ready to, to find a man. Get laid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jen's throwing a bash for her cousin, whose documentary is premiering. Um, he asked her if she he could use chalet the Shaw chalet. Um, so I guess she threw a party together in like ten hours. So it seemed. Or so she says. Yeah, I'm like okay. But she, the party looks really nice, and it actually looked way better than the party she threw for Meredith's birthday. It was yeah, like a that proper w- event. Yeah, and Heather says, like, I love Sundance because it's a brush with the big life. And she she says, like, I get to meet people from all different walks of life, and it feels like I'm seeing the world for how it really is. And I was like, Heather... <laughs> Move to LA or like move to Chicago or something. I know, like, but she the can't big city girl. because you have kids with someone and yeah. if they control the money, I mean, you have to kind of stay where they want their kids to stay. And then guess who slithers <sighs> their way into the scene? Into the Shaw Chalet walks. I was, okay, I was fucking shocked. <laughs> you didn't see the preview for this? I knew no, that they I I, made I an appearance somewhere along the line. I think I skipped the preview. I was literally my I went <gasps> and it wasn't even that like it's not that crazy. It wasn't was, even a juicy cameo really, but it, it was a cameo nonetheless. Because things but, are so things are so mis- up in the air about Vanderpump. Yeah, so Katie Maloney. Like, Katie and Lala make their Utah comeback. Yeah, they're Utah natives, SLC natives. And what was made me sad was I was like, oh my God, like we, if things had been normal this year, we would have 
been either like in the first or second episode of Vanderpump Rules or it would have been like hap- the premiere of se- season nine would have been happening in like a couple weeks. Yeah. But now Kate- we just wait. Yeah. But this is as good as we're going to get for now. But Katie, Katie's a Park City native. Mm-hmm. So Katie's like fully, is she Mormon? I don't think so. Uh, but Lala looks amazing. Yeah, Lala looked incredible. She's glowing. Um, yeah, they come in. They they meet Heather. They're like vibing. They're Heather's like I I'm on a mission to fuck tonight. Mm-hmm. And Lala's like, all right, we'll we'll get we'll, we have to find you a man. Yeah, and then Jen, being a good friend, identifies this man Curtis. And she basically like hooks Curtis up with Heather and is like, you two talk. And they really seem to hit it off. And they end up leaving the party together. (laughs) Very quickly. Very quickly. And I was like, did you, it seemed like what he was saying, like he was part of like the crew or something like that. And he was like, oh, I have to go out to the van. So I don't know if they were really going off to like, fuck. It seemed like he was like, oh, I have to go outside. Do you want to come outside with me? But in any case, I hope that Heather just gets dicked down. Yeah, he was... Heather's... I just wrote, wow, Heather's game. Heather she's, has game. She's really funny. She's making him genuinely lol. Yeah. And, she's like, like I was saying, glad like, to see It's it. all about this, baby. Like, she's, like... She has that, like, loud, like, scream-talky voice that you get at a mm-hmm. party when you're a little drunk. And I just thought... I was... I admired her for being so, like, this is what it is. Yeah, I love it. We're going to fuck? And he's like, yeah, let's, let's go out fuck. in my van. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> when you then, need it, you need it. And then Whitney goes, I wanted to shout across the party, have good values. <laughs> Remember who you are. Return with honor. Return with honor <laughs> is what they used to tell us in the Mormon church whenever we would leave the room. Oh my God. Every time you leave the room, remember who you are. Return with honor. I say that to Tony every t- <laughs> every time I take him to the dog park and mm-hmm. set him free in the park. Remember yeah. who you are. I'm going to say that to my, my nephew and niece mm-hmm. whenever they leave the room. Remember who you yeah. are. Um, then we get to the morning of hell before fashion. The, it's like the day of fashion week. The literal poltergeist begins. Brooks is getting ready. He's like, they're already really late to their to their show. And Brooks has like a mask on. He's like rifling through shit. He's like, Mom, call them now and tell them we're late. And Meredith refuses. She says, I'm not I'm not gonna call on your behalf. Like you need to make the call. Yeah. It's your deal. Like you're this is business. Like you can't just be like late. Yeah. Then everything starts satanically going off the fire alarm the toilet overflows the dog shits in the house brooks goes were you cooking something he says that like 80 times i know and finally (laughs) meredith goes no i'm not cooking any i wasn't cooking anything i just told you time and time again and i was like yes thank you meredith (laughs) and then they get to the event finally and meredith they're 45 minutes late and meredith and whitney are getting ready and 
This is their interaction. Let's just try not to trip on the stairs. <laughs> Meredith. This song was was used in it. Um, that song <laughs> threw me. That song took me out. Uh, so they're getting like their makeup done. This like kind of uh, Linda Perry looking woman is doing their makeup, and Brooks comes out and he's like, "Do I need to get my makeup done? Do I need to go to hair and makeup? I'm having an anxiety attack." And then she's like, mm, "You look kind of fine, I guess." <laughs> and he's like. Do I? Do you notice any problems? And I just wrote, Brooks is annoying. He has a terrible attitude. Yeah, he's just a he's a brat. I'm like, why are you such a baby brat? You're 21. Like, why are you so he- like? Why is it so heavy? Like, you're you. He has like a heavy energy that like brings. He's kind of an energy vampire he as is. well. You're just like, oh, I hate being around you. Oh my god, get away <laughs> from me. Mm-hmm. I love. No, I'm not cooking anything for the fourth time, Brooks. Yeah. Um, and then... Then we have a really sad moment where, like, Meredith and Brooks are sitting together, and she is like, oh, look, you have a message. And it's literally Brooks' dad sends him the equivalent of a cameo, being like, I'm so proud of you, son. And I was like, whoa. He's like, this is your mountain to climb. Like, go out there. And he's like, I can fucking do it. And then Meredith is like, you know, I feel bad that my kids are sort of at the in the crossfire of this separation. separation. But she's like, but I have to be true to myself. And then um, she's like, I'm, your dad really wanted to be here. And then Brooks goes, it's fine. My feelings are not important. I was like, I just wrote Brooks, the Antichrist. <laughs> like, what does he care about? It seems like I don't. Does he really care that his dad and I, I mean, I so. believe he probably ha- cares that his sister isn't there but i'm like you he doesn't seem to really care about anything but i just love that manipulated it's fine my feelings don't matter (laughs) it's like okay okay brooks shut up go walk in the show or something i can't handle that kind of like yeah manipulative monotone manipulative debbie downer energy and also i would literally be calling a priest if my if all that shit happened in my house when my son got like a little angry oh my god it literally is like you need to get a crucifix call call the priest bring a bible and some holy water and like you need to cast out whatever fucking demon has possessed your gay son and return his live laugh love gay energy Mm -hmm. into his soul and body yeah we need to take care of this lord of the flies yeah this is not right and also get rid of that fucking bear painting i'm telling you no good can come from it Mm -hmm. that's deeply connected to brooks possessions are real i feel when i lived in williamsburg and was like rock bottoming i was like definitely possessed by something absolutely that bear painting is giving me ghostbusters 2 vibes <laughs> vigo the destroyer vigo the destroyer has resurfaced <laughs> in the form of meredith's bear painting yeah get rid of the bear painting and so- you'll solve your problems 
My hope and dream for this season of Rolsuk is that we follow this like possession down the rabbit hole and like the explosive finale is like Mary casting out the demon of Brooks. <laughs> A full exorcism. <laughs> that's why Meredith went to that church because she was like, I heard they do exorcism. So I have to like, I feel like that's connected, right? Yeah. Like I think Mary needs to really get in there and like mm-hmm. get that's- the spirits moving. Meredith is like, I want to see if this is a real deal because I really feel my son is possessed by the seventh king of hell. Mm-hmm. Things are happening that in my house that I'm not clear on. Mm-hmm. I need to see what Mary's reaction even is setting foot in that house. Like if she can like feel it. Like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what is it? What does the house to say to Mary? I need it. If this was building towards that, like we're slowly laying the groundwork for just like fucking horrific to a horrific climax would be an A plus show. Every Housewives season should end with an exorcism. Mm hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah. It's time to take things into like a supernatural zone. Yeah. Well, guys. So we're on episode six. There's probably like... (laughs) 10 more to go yeah. and like please bravo do something do about something. this it's an emergency mm-hmm. um next week is christmas <gasps> this week can't believe it's finally here happy hanukkah to all those celebrating i think this might be the last night uh hanukkah mazel. um i hope everyone's having a safe time you can subscribe to our patreon to listen to the bonus episodes there's one out tomorrow and yeah in. just write in write in messages on patreon and email us sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com let me know your thoughts on slc like are you with me are you against me what do you think are you with me or are you an enemy mm-hmm. what I want you're either know. with me you're either with us or against us um and, and say a prayer to baby jesus and me mary magdalene or actually virgin mary because i think mary magdalene was a different mary she was not a virgin no she was a whore (laughs) for sure and i guess that's it (laughs) bye y'all bye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.